Pete Tendler is licensed by the California Department of Real Estate number 01230641 and the Nationwide Multi-State Licensing System number 866468. Welcome to the Financial Locksmith Show. Now here's your host, certified reverse mortgage professional, Pete Tentler. Thank you for tuning in to the Financial Locksmith Program. I am your host, Pete Tentler. I'm a certified reverse mortgage professional helping people understand all the options available with a reverse mortgage that I'll address with this later in the show. But but first, I'd like to address my audience uh, this segment, which I call the myth versus reality. And, and I find this to be really important because whether I'm talking on the radio or in a small group or a law firm or in front of a large group, there's always... Uh, you know, a handful of people that are just completely skeptical or they're closed-minded to this. And, and when, I, when I address that, what, what I call the elephant in the room, um, people suddenly say, okay, now I think we're a little bit open-minded to this because we had a complete misconception on what the reverse mortgage meant. Uh, a lot of times people think, well, I'm signing the house over to the bank, and, and, and then when I die, the bank keeps the house, and my kids don't get anything. So I, I think it's really important that beginning each segment or presentation, I, I talk with the audience and just dispel some of these myths. Um, and, and, and oftentimes it's not just, it's just the individual, it's, it's, it's an attorney, a financial planner, or a CPA, these are professional advisors, and, and when they don't have the right information, sometimes they're, 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 their advice is misleading and it's misguidance. And, and sometimes it can result in much more harm then it will do good. And, and, and I'll touch base on that a little bit more about that. So I have a top 10 list. And, and today, uh, because of our guest, who is Melissa Tucci, she's a realtor with Coldwell Banker. And you know her as the official agent of the San Diego Padres. So we'll get to her in just a moment. But in this myth, I call myth number five, is that people don't believe that you can actually use a reverse mortgage to help finance the purchase of a new home. So uh, it, think of it again, just like a regular mortgage, you're using a mortgage as a down payment, but this time it's a reverse mortgage, which means no mortgage payments. So this, this myth is false. Reverse mortgage allows empty nesters to right size instead of compromise, instead of downsizing and compromising their living situation. So I'll go into much more detail that in the uh, the final segment, an actual case study on on a couple that were able to really improve their lifestyle by using a reverse mortgage to right size. But the reality of this is is that you, you don't necessarily have to pay cash for your home by by using a reverse mortgage to finance a portion of the purchase price. You're able to either have more cash in your pocket or perhaps purchase more home. Uh, than you would if you had to buy all cash. And most of the time people say, well, if I, if I don't have enough cash for a, down, a 100% down payment, I may have to move out of the area. And that means leaving your family, leaving your friends, leaving your tennis club or your golf club. Uh, that's not really something that people want to compromise with. The other part about that is that I would say the only downsides to that is that you're, you're typically going to have to put a little bit more down payment than your average mortgage. You may have to put down 45 50 55%. But again, if you look at the trade-off that you're not having a mortgage payment, without a reverse mortgage, it would mean you would have to put 100% down payment. So again, this allows the buyer to purchase more home, perhaps remain in the area, no mortgage payment without having to pay all cash. And this is what I call right size without compromise. Could it allow the empty nesters clients many possibilities on their next dream home? So I'm going to touch here base with uh, our guest, Melissa Tucci. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you here. So Melissa is a real estate broker with Coldwell Banker. She has over 20 years of experience selling residential real estate. And as I mentioned earlier, she's the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. Say hello, Melissa. Hi. Hi, Pete. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be here. Great. And you've been in the, the industry for over 20 years, right? I have. Right. And the other thing that the audience should know is that she is consistently ranked as the number one individual Coldwell Banker agent for the last six years. Is that right? That is, that is correct. 
I've also been consistently just ranked in the top 1% in the last 15 years. So been in this that's, industry working hard. That's a big co- accomplishment. Yes. That's a very big accomplishment. You're also regularly earns the brand's highest annual production award at the International Society of Excellence. Yes. <laughs> if, if you could see me now, I'm blushing, but yeah, I'm very, <laughs> very humbled. Uh, you know, in this, in this industry, it's just a lot of hard work, diligence, staying up on market trends and, um, you know, just great to be able to, you know, share my information and with my clients and with my network. Well, great. Before we go in a little bit further, how do people get in touch with the official real estate at the San Diego Padres, Melissa Tucci? Numerous ways. My website is melissatucci.com and my phone number is 619-787-6852. Feel free to call or text me and I communicate via email, text, phone, whatever is best for, for you and happy to always answer any questions. And what's your email address? My email address is sold at melissatucci.com. And Tucci is spelled just like Gucci, except he isn't Tom. Oh, that's easy to remember. Yes. <laughs> Most that's people great. know Gucci. Great. Good. Um, we've got a couple more minutes left here in this segment. Um, in my line of work, I've met a lot of realtors throughout Southern California. How is your practice or your approach? How are you, how are you unique to others? Well, there's 27,000 agents in San Diego County alone. That many? That many. And the reality is, is most agents in California sell four or five homes a year. I sell about 150 homes a year. 150. 150. Yes, I stay pretty busy. So what, what really differentiates me is that I'm not a team. I'm a solo agent. I deal with all my own negotiations. I have a mass marketing plan. Um, I just have a higher level of professionalism and my work ethic, you know, even other agents that know me as well always say that is just, you know, I have one of the hardest work ethics in the industry and that's mm-hmm. really what it takes. Right. Um, and I have a passion for it. I, I care about my clients. I'm not monetary driven. I'm goal oriented. Right. So I've been in San Diego now for 27 years in all, all in mortgage lending, all in mortgage lending, mostly in reverse mortgage. And, um, you know, to say I, I, there's so many realtors out there that are just not on a professional level. They take it as a hobby. They don't want to work weekends. You know, you're going to be working weekends if you're a realtor, if you want to be a successful realtor. So it's it's good that the audience knows that 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 you are this is this is everything this is yeah, you are I, the professional. I always tell people it's not a job, it's a way of life. It's not even a career, it's it's who I am. And it's so your lifestyle. it's my lifestyle and I'm very passionate about it and it's who I am. So and that's really why I think I've become successful is just because the love of, you know, helping people, it's, it goes far beyond anything that any normal, you know, job description would be. Right, right. So that really separates you from a lot of people out there Yes. on that. And then you've been in over, over 20 years. Has it always been in San Diego? Always been in San Diego. <clears throat> That's so good. I'm originally from Chicago, but I've done real estate only in San Diego. And I've been the official agent of the Padres for going on 10 years. And only the only agent. I didn't know it was that long. Yes. The only agent that they've ever endorsed. So it's it's a pretty amazing um, connection and very, very humble to, to be a part of that organization. That's great. So we're, listening, we're talking to Melissa Tucci, broker, Caldwell Banker, and the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. She's available by email, sold at melissatucci.com. And Tucci is like Gucci, but with a T. Perfect. And you're listening to Pete Tentler. I'm the certified reverse mortgage professional, the financial locksmith. I can unlock the equity in your home so you may secure your financial future. And we'll be back after this. Melissa Tucci is a real estate broker with Coldwell Banker with over 20 years of experience selling residential real estate and is the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. Melissa was recently named in the Wall Street Journal Real Trends list of the top 250 in the nation for residential real estate, individual agents, and teams. Melissa Tucci is among just 12 Coldwell Banker agents in California to be named to the list for sales volume. 
She has ranked the number one Coldwell Banker agent from 2016 to 2021 and was voted the most influential woman for 2019 in the San Diego Daily Transcript. Melissa is a member of the San Diego Sports Association and Sports Star Relocation, the nation's number one luxury real estate network. A faithful supporter of local and national charities, Melissa contributes money from every closing to help organizations that help strengthen the community. Contact Melissa at melissatucci.com. That's melissatucci.com. And welcome back. And thank you for staying tuned in to the Financial Locksmith Show. My name is Pete Tentler. I'm a certified reverse mortgage professional serving San Diego for over 27 years. And the goal of the Financial Locksmith Show is to make sure that people truly understand all the facets, the myths versus realities of reverse mortgages, whether you're a homeowner or perhaps you're uh, one of those sandwich generations that are financially supporting your parents, or maybe you have a client, your your attorney or financial planner recommended one, and you really don't understand it, I'm always going to be available for you to help you fully understand how the reverse mortgage works, how it benefits you, how it can enhance your real, your retirement years. And you know what? Occasionally, sometimes it just isn't the right fit. And today we're talking about reverse mortgages to use to finance the purchase of the home. And I couldn't think of a better guest here today, but my friend, Melissa Tucci. She's a real estate broker with Coldwell Banker. She has over 20 years of experience selling residential real estate. And she's the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. Uh, Welcome back to segment two. Yes. Melissa. Thank you. So, uh, you know, a lot of people are asking about the real estate market. It's been uh, white hot for the last two, two and a half years. Yes, right, a, right after around COVID. Right, first right came after out. COVID, mm-hmm. rates came down. What, what do you think one of the main things that were driving home purchases back then? There's got to be more than one. Oh, absolutely. So, and I get this question literally every day. So I've definitely, you know, it's not even an opinion. It's I've experienced it. It's part of everything that I've been dealing with on a day-to-day basis. So not only was it the very low interest rates, but it was the lack of inventory really that drove the market. And so, and then there was so many more buyers interested in purchasing and between the lack of inventory the buyers, not enough surplus, the interest rates being so low, it just exploded, literally. I mean, there were homes that went 600 to a million dollars over the list price from the last comparable sale. That's insane. I mean, things- That is crazy. Things, it wasn't even on paper. It just didn't make sense. But people, it wasn't about the value. It was the value to them. People just wanted a home. Right. And when you don't have a lot to choose from and there's 15 other offers, it's like, I don't care what is it going to take. And then the people that made all these offers and didn't get them accepted by the time they came around maybe to their 10th home, they're like, I'm ready to go. Like, this is why they're frustrated. They're frustrated. And they just, you know, went in and just did what it took to get the home. So, yeah. And I, you know, I can attest to the interest rates being historic low. I've been in the the lending industry for 30 years. I've never seen rates this low ever before. We had a refinance boom. We had a lot of people saying, you know, now that the rates are low, maybe this is time the right size and they're going to sell their their big home, the empty nester home with four bedrooms, and they get into something that's a little bit more manageable. They don't want to pay all cash. They, They look at options and they say, well, we don't want a mortgage payment. We don't want to pay all cash. How do we do this? So, in comes the reverse mortgage to finance that. So people are beginning to learn that. So a lot of people knew that with historic low interest rates, they're either either refinancing their home or maybe they're taking that opportunity to sell on the top of the market and with a rate of 2.5% 30-year fixed, they can buy and they can overbid a lot more and still have that that reasonable payment or no mortgage payment, depending on if they do the, the reverse mortgage. Um, why? I mean, this sounds like a uh, elementary question, but why? Why? Why is the inventory low? I mean, it seems like it's been low for some time. Well, there's a couple of reasons. Number one is that when there is not people typically right now aren't selling because if they do sell, 
then they cannot afford to get another property based on where the prices are at right now. So they're almost stuck, you know, having to stay in sometimes a bigger home or they don't want to get higher taxes based on what they're already paying in their tax basis. Right. Okay. So there's, there's a few, and I'm sorry, you were going to say something too? Well, I was going to say, is that, is that people that didn't miss, did they, or they missed that opportunity, that two and a half year window to relocate? I believe, I mean, that's, that's the proof is how it's, it's been right now in this market. So the reality is, is people are typically selling right now in the past two years, if there's been a death. If there's a divorce, if there's a job relocation, job relocation, which is, right? Which is, all, which is all pretty typical. And I've had a lot of clients that are relocating out of state for numerous reasons, for tax purposes, for you know saving on their um, just wanting to maybe getting more home, more home outside oh, of expensive San Diego, exactly. Right, just right. you know trying to not be in California and pay specific you know, taxes or just, you know, do well on a high sale of their home and then buy something much more modest and pay cash for it out of state. So there just hasn't been as much inventory coming up. And then the amount of inventory that comes up has not been staying on the market, the typical market cycles, which in a normal market- Which were how much? 30 days? Well, in a normal market, I would say 15, 20 years ago, it was 90 to 120 days. In a normal market in San Diego, okay. that means... <laughs> okay, yeah, right, that, yeah. so three months, four months, exactly. right? The, um, now, a normal market in people's mindset for the past two years has been, if it hasn't sold in two weeks, what's wrong with it? Because everything's been selling in two to five days. <laughs> so it's just this mentality that we have. And so now... And I know we'll get into kind of how this market is a little, you know, starting to change and changing before our eyes. I think we're just going to have to start getting back into a more realistic mindset of what is normal because right. we've been so skewed these right. past two years. I, I, I was I was just going to say that it's it's and that's that's happening in mortgage rates where beginning of the year this is what four months ago rates were still three percent ballpark and now it's five and a half percent on on the forward mortgage side and people are saying. Oh my gosh, that's that 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 rate is too high. Well, you know, ten years ago or even eight years ago, seven years ago, that was a good rate. Right. That was a very good rate. And and I was gonna say the same thing about I, I look at I go online and I look at what's what's available just in my neighborhood and I see the home's been on the market for two weeks. And and even I say, Okay, what's wrong with it? <laughs> see okay. here. We're all at fault. And it's it's we just really have to get back to that mindset of anything under 6% is still considered historically low on an Correct, interest rate. Right. An average market time, even in beautiful San Diego, really is going to be 30 to maybe 40 days. And that doesn't mean something's wrong. But what's happening, I've seen, and I'm hoping people won't continue this trend, is that some sellers are panicking, thinking, well, if the interest rates are going to continue to go up, then maybe we should just lower the price and get out before we can and then they're lowering when they really don't need to because it's only been on the market for two weeks. Two weeks. So, is uh, what is that doing? Is that is that making the home more uh, attractive, or, is, or are people having the reaction? Well, if they're lowering it, then there might be something yes worse about it. I, I I don't think they're thinking that there's something worse about it. I just think when you lower it too prematurely, then you're giving the market all the sensationalism, all the media is saying. You're giving them the upper hand and creating okay. your own result when it really didn't have to be that way. Do you think it also skew the data where suddenly like San Diego Association of Realtors or, or whatever that's that's Zillow that's giving these these um, statistics out there saying more and more people are lowering their prices? Yes, 100%. So it's more more of a, I don't want to say panic selling or what, do you, what would you call it? I just think that people don't know what to do and there's no right or wrong answer, but I think people have to take a step back and understand that these last two months were not normal. They were not typical. They were out of the ordinary and that we need to get into more of a stabilized market. And this is the way that it's going to happen. And you have to just let it happen and mm -hmm. give it some time to kind of level out. Or stabilize. Stabilize. Yeah, get, get to the bedrock you just, of it. Yeah. You just can't say, oh my gosh, I need to, you know, crazy lower my price and 
and do this and do that because it hasn't sold in two weeks. And my neighbor, you know, three months ago sold in one day for 500,000 over the list price. I mean, those days I believe are gone, but I still do believe San Diego is a strong market. I do think that prices are still going to uphold. We're just going to have to understand and take a step back and let it do its course and let it stabilize. Good, good. You're listening to the Financial Locksmith Show. My name is Pete Tentler. I'm a certified reverse mortgage professional. And my special guest today is my friend Melissa Tucci. She is a real estate broker with Caldwell Banker, serving San Diego now for over 20 years. And she is also the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. So if you're a Padre fan, I'm sure you're seeing her every night on the TV. And we're talking about the uh, San Diego market and uh, how hot it is and what's going to happen next. So we've got some very, very interesting information. Now, you just talked about how uh, homeowners that in San Diego for the last two and a half years, we've been anticipating the homes to be selling by you know, on the market for two weeks. And now they're saying, Oh my gosh, it's on here for two weeks. I got to lower the price. Right. Now you do how many transactions a year? I typically do between 150 to 175 transactions that's a year. That's blowing it out of the water. I mean, that's that's head and shoulders above everybody else. So when you're dealing with that, when you're working with that many clients, that many home buyers, home sellers, uh, and you do both, right? Correct, yes. So especially on the home seller side, I, I got to imagine you've got a lot of but that many more people panicking and you've got to talk them off the, it's just, the rooftop. It's just setting realistic expectations and having candid discussions on the market and understanding where things are today, where they were yesterday and where they're going to be tomorrow. And so, yes, it's a lot of, you know, but that's part of a real estate professional's job is to guide your clients. But, you know, when there's so much different information, a lot of Inaccurate, inaccurate information, information skewed information. Yes. Sure. I, I agree. It's being exploited everywhere. I mean, any article, any real estate article, real estate website, it's all over and it's different in different, in different markets as well. Got and, it. And San Diego Got is it. such a strong market that you can't compare that to, you know, somewhere in the Midwest mm -hmm. or somewhere, you know, in the Northeast. And so I think it's just really grasping and understanding not to panic, understand the real facts, the real data. The market is still up substantially from a year ago. Right. I mean, statistics are average still between 16 and 18% from a year ago. So the market's not falling, it's stabilizing. And I think everyone needs to take a deep breath and understand <laughs> that. <laughs> so stabilizing means your home's not necessarily going to sell in two weeks. Correct. It may take it may four take, weeks. It may take four weeks. It may take six, six weeks. weeks. And, and you're not going to necessarily get a crazy number over the list price, but you're going to get a fair price and it's going to just stabilize. And I think the more people could realize that, I think the less chaoticness will happen. Right. And you said earlier in the segment that, that before the white hot market, homes were typically taking uh, three months. <laughs> That was more like 15 years ago. Average okay. in San Diego was still always about 30 to 45 days. And I think we're just going to get back to that average versus, you know, two to four days on the market. So you don't necessarily need to drop your price after two or three weeks or even four weeks. You just need to realize that it's going to take, take more time. It's going to take more time because we're back to the normal stabilizing. Yes. And buyers are taking more time as well, making decisions. And therefore, that's why things are taking more time. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. buyers are looking right. at their loan programs more and deciding what's best for them. And because so, of the mortgage exactly. payment, because of the rates are a little, a little bit higher, uh, but still historically low. I think we both agreed on that. Yes. Any, anything under 6%, very much historically low. So, and we're still there. I think five and a quarter right now is still, still a very good rate for people to, to be purchasing. So again, we're here with Melissa Tucci. She's the official real estate agent for the San Diego Padres. She's been serving San Diego for over 20 years, number one in her field. So my name is Pete Tentler, the financial locksmith, and we'll be back after the break. The Financial Locksmith Show with your host, Pete Tentler. 
every Saturday at noon on The Answer San Diego. Pete is a trusted reverse mortgage advisor that clients have relied on to explain the process and best courses of action. Legal, financial, and tax professionals all rely on Pete to provide the best options for their clients. Now, you can know what they know. Listen to The Financial Locksmith Show with your host, Pete Tentler, every Saturday at noon, right here on The Answer San Diego. Melissa Tucci is a real estate broker with Coldwell Banker with over 20 years of experience selling residential real estate and is the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. Melissa was recently named in the Wall Street Journal Real Trends list of the top 250 in the nation for residential real estate, individual agents, and teams. Melissa Tucci is among just 12 Coldwell Banker agents in California to be named to the list for sales volume. She has ranked the number one Coldwell Banker agent from 2016 to 2021 and was voted the most influential woman for 2019 in the San Diego Daily Transcript. Melissa is a member of the San Diego Sports Association and Sports Star Relocation, the nation's number one luxury real estate network. A faithful supporter of local and national charities, Melissa contributes money from every closing to help organizations that help strengthen the community. Contact Melissa at melissatucci.com. That's melissatucci.com. And we are back with the Financial Locksmith Program. My name is Pete Tentler. I'm a certified reverse mortgage professional. And my job is to dispel and debunk any myths of reverse mortgages. And, and really, my job is, let's, let's have a consultation. If, if you are considering a reverse mortgage, uh, I am always available for any questions, anytime. My number is 858-999-1776. Or you can reach me in an email. At, email address is pete at reversemortgage1776.com. It's pretty easy. Pete at reversemortgage1776.com. Whether you're considering a reverse mortgage for yourself or maybe you're the adult children and, and you're financially supporting your, your parents or you're concerned about your parents' well-being and financial well-being in, in retirement. I'm always happy to take your questions. There are no silly questions. Or whether you're the advisor to someone that is a uh, person who's over age 55 and a homeowner, and they're concerned about cash flow or asset protection, or, or maybe they're looking to downsize and get in whom that's a little bit more manageable. Whether you're the attorney, the financial advisor, or CPA, I am always available for your, any of your questions anytime. Once again, I am Pete Tentler, the financial locksmith. You can email me at pete at reversemortgage1776.com or by phone at 858-999-1776. And we're back with our guest, Melissa Tucci. She is the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. She's the broker owner of uh, her branch of Coldwell Banker. She's been serving San Diego for over 20 years. And how many transactions do you do every year? I still can't believe this is amazing. Thank you. Uh, typically about 150. That That is a lot. And, and just for our audience that may or may not know, what is the average realtor that... Let, the average realtor, you mentioned this before, but what's sure. the average realtor that maybe does it full time? Sure. So an average real estate agent in the state of California does about five transactions a year. So... I do about 150 transactions a year. I'm a full-time 24-7 real estate professional and broker. And uh, it makes a difference who you go with on your transaction because of that. Well, it makes a huge difference where someone is, you do that many transactions a year. I mean, even if you did half those transactions, you are seeing more than what the buyers or the sellers may or may not understand, or may, they may not see because of your experience, not just 20 years of experience, but 100 plus, 150 plus transactions a year, you're seeing things that are, this is how you market the home. Right. Or let you're showing a home, you say, this is a home you want to avoid. Right. Because of this or that. You're not, you're not there just selling them, you're saying, in my experience, this is what works. And based on what your got, your your goals are for schools, et cetera, size of the home, location of the home, um, all of those things that you see uh, much more than somebody that just a handful of transactions a year. 
Yes. I mean, it, it makes it feel like I have a hundred years of experience based on how many transactions that I typically do a year. So, and each transaction is a learning experience. None is exactly the same. So it's um, pretty amazing uh, year in and year out, just the changes in the real estate market, transactions, marketing right. technology, right. et cetera. Yeah. And, and, and just for our audience who can't see Melissa, uh, she may have hundreds of years of experience, but she looks a lot younger than that. <laughs> Thanks, so, uh, just to get you to laugh, because I like making you laugh. Um, so now, so the, the market was white hot. We, we talked about in the last segment that it's, that it's beginning to stabilize. Um, it's, it, would you call that slowing down? Would you call that cooling off? Would you say this may or may not be? I mean, it's a, may or well, not be time? I think that that's up for opinion interpretation, but is stabilization cooling off and slowing down? I personally don't think so, but I think it's the appropriate word choice for the way that the market okay. was okay. just because things were go, go, go. You know, it was just, it was on fire. And now that when it starts to not be on fire and starts to stabilize and get to more of a normal environment, then that is considered cooling off from that hotness, but mm -hmm. we're not cooling off as a real estate environment as a whole. And I, I think that's really the difference here is that people are misinterpreting cooling off or slowing down as the market is dropping, the market is falling. I had a client call me and say, do you think the market's going to drop 40% this year? <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Where are you reading this data? Right. You know? And so I just think again, that because it's getting to a more normal, more typical market, that's just leveling off. That's not lowering or cooling, but if people want to use the word cooling, I could understand it because okay. it's not on fire the way that it was. But I just think that, you know, obviously the last two years, could the market have sustained that for another 10 years? No. Probably not. Probably no, not. Almost no way. So I, I wish that there was a way that it didn't have to be so cut and dry and that it kind of could have happened a little bit more gradual than just like boom from, you know, the last few months, like there's really mm -hmm. been a massive right. difference in right. mindset. Um, a lot of people, their mortgage is now 30% higher on their payment monthly. Right. And I think that's really affecting a lot of people's decisions, but also the fact that there's still not the standard amount of inventory. That's what's really, I think, going to create the stabilization of the market and not the lowering because we don't have an influx of all this inventory. And then all these people wanting to lower the prices and things of that nature. Right, right. So I, I, I'm going to go back in history a little bit. You may or may not have been in San Diego at the time, but the dot-com bu uh, bubble, okay, that put a dent in real estate. That put a dent in mortgages. I, I, I lived through that. That was, in, in hindsight, that was a short period of time. And I say in hindsight compared to 2008, 2009. Right. Right. I mean, oh my gosh, what, what, I mean, we thought, and before that, it was never going to stop. It, the home prices were going up and, and rates were low and, and they, they had multiple offers, like, kind of like we had the last couple of years. And then, and then right off a cliff. Right. Okay. Right. Just because that brought me up when you, that brought to my mind when you said, I wish it didn't go down that quickly, but it did. Right. And um, so we're seeing another, Another one, I really don't believe it's going to be as as devastating um, as 08 or 09 because those would deal with toxic loans. Right, but 100% here, financing. What, what people are saying, oh my gosh, is it going to be this? It's going to be this. No, no. What, what you're telling the audience today is that we're really just stabilizing. We're really just getting back to 30 days, 60 days, 90 days on the market, which seems to be normal. And I'm saying I agree with you uh, to an extent. Because once people realize that five, five and a quarter, five and a half percent interest rate is still historically low, I'm betting that it's not going to be on the market that much longer. Right. It's right. not going to be two weeks. It's not going to be a month. But I don't think it's going to be six months. No, no. And I think what people have to remember, too, is I remember in 2005 and six that you could get a five and a quarter interest rate. And that was incredibly low. It was like. Oh, right. It was. Right. So exciting. And in the market, people said, we're never going to see these numbers again. How crazy high these prices are. And now, you know, the prices have far surpassed price homes in 2005 and six. Right. But I think, 
you know, the biggest difference too with the market dropping was again, what you mentioned with the loans, people were qualifying that shouldn't have been qualified. They couldn't afford their mortgage. The difference in today's society is you're scrutinized in order to get a mortgage. Sure. You have to qualify. As, as it should be. Because exactly. back then I was a mortgage broker and I would see other people in the office writing loans, 580 credit score, stated income, stated assets, and they're qualifying 100% financing, which is just insane. Right. So uh, let the audience know that we are here. Uh, this is the Financial Locksmith Show. I have a good friend of mine, Melissa Tucci. She's a the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. She has over 20 years of experience serving San Diego. And we're talking about the real estate market. Um, so this will last for a good time now then, that this stabilization. I think so. I absolutely think it's going to be lasting at least through the rest of the year. And I think we're really going to see how things unfold here in the next couple of months, because I think society just in general needs to know the market is not crashing. The market's not falling. And these next couple of months will prove that. Okay. And so that's how I personally see it unfolding. And I just think that, you know, we're in our summer months now, which are typically one of the best you know, selling, selling times, right? Um, Kids are out of school, and 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 we're in San Diego. So regardless, even if it's you know Thanksgiving or the holidays, things still are selling here. We're not weather oriented. Like, right, you know, like, you don't like have in to, Chicago. Exactly. We're, we're both from Chicago, so yeah. You don't have that. to shovel the the snow to let a showing go in your driveway, <laughs> right? We don't have those problems here. So I just think again, everyone just needs to trust that. The stabilization is going to happen, not panic, and understand we just need this to get back to more normalcy. So are, 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 there, are you seeing more people moving to San Diego, or are they moving out of San Diego, or is it a combination it's of a, the two? It's a combination of the two. I've seen a lot of people moving out of San Diego, a lot of more retired uh, clients that are moving out of state. But on the flip side, I've seen a ton of people, especially from like the Bay Area. Sure. Yeah, um, I've heard that too. There's a ton of, you know, headquarters here with Amazon and Apple and just so much opportunity to even work from home now or work from home two or three days a week. So a lot of people are like, well, if I could choose anywhere to live, where would I want to live? Oh, absolutely. Right. And, and San Francisco, the home values are, are much higher than, than San Diego. So are you seeing homeowners there selling and have an extra equity and continue? Yes. And that's actually what I saw at the beginning of this last two years was a lot of these Bay Area buyers coming in and swooping up and just knowing how to play the game to get their offer accepted, paying well over the list price, removing all their contingencies because they've had that experience 20 years prior to San Diego markets. Right. So right. it's it's been really interesting just, you know, seeing how this all is playing out. But I, again, I, I do think that we live in a desirable area. I know you can't talk about in general for the whole nation, but San Diego will always still have I, that extra value. I, I think so. And again, both of us, both of us growing up in Chicago, <clears throat> having weather problem um, and we come out here and it's paradise every day. Yes. It's a vacation every day in San Diego. And so that's so, you know, when people are like, where do you vacation? I'm like, I live in a vacation. There's nowhere right, else to go. Right. I mean, why do I want to get on a plane right. to fly to Florida? Exactly. Take me all day to get yeah. there. And then it's humid and it's, you know, I mean, uh, there's beautiful areas all over the nation, but I mean, we just have the best of all worlds. You know, you're close to the mountains, you're close to the beach, you're just right. close to everything. Right. You can two and a half hours, you're in Big Bear Lake for, for skiing or two and a half hours you're in Palm Desert, or two hours you're in LA, yeah. or three and a half hours you're in Los Olivos wine country. Right. I mean, we have it all right here. Um, I, I agree with you. I think that San Diego, most of Southern California, is still gonna remain a desirable place to live with more and more people uh, working remotely. Um, so what, what got you into the real estate business? Maybe this is something we'll talk about after the break. So I'll give you a chance to, to think about that. So we're talking with a good friend of mine, Melissa Tucci. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker with over 20 years of experience. And if her name sounds familiar, well, she's the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. My name is Pete Tentler. I am the financial locksmith. And I'm called that because as a certified reverse mortgage professional, I can unlock the equity in your home so you may secure your financial future. 
Back with more uh, uh, with Melissa and a case study of how a reverse mortgage has helped a couple right size without compromise. Melissa Tucci is a real estate broker with Coldwell Banker with over 20 years of experience selling residential real estate and is the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. Melissa was recently named in the Wall Street Journal Real Trends list of the top 250 in the nation for residential real estate, individual agents, and teams. Melissa Tucci is among just 12 Coldwell Banker agents in California to be named to the list for sales volume. She has ranked the number one Coldwell Banker agent from 2016 to 2021 and was voted the most influential woman for 2019 in the San Diego Daily Transcript. Melissa is a member of the San Diego Sports Association and Sports Star Relocation, the nation's number one luxury real estate network. A faithful supporter of local and national charities, Melissa contributes money from every closing to help organizations that help strengthen the community. Contact Melissa at melissatucci.com. That's melissatucci.com. Hey, and welcome back to the Financial Locksmith Show. My name is Pete Tentler, your certified reverse mortgage professional, debunking any myths or misconceptions, and welcoming any of your questions anytime. You can reach me by my mobile phone, which is area code 858-999-1776, or via email if you're more comfortable with that. It's Pete at reversemortgage1776.com. Pete at reversemortgage1776.com. We're back with Melissa Tucci. She is a broker with Coldwell Banker, serving San Diego for the last uh, over 20 years now. And if you've heard of her name before, you are a Padres fan. She is the official real estate agent for the San Diego Padres. You'll see them every night. So good to have you back for our last segment. We're going to do a case study. But before... We get into. We talked a lot about the the market, um, the the white hot market due to low rates, people relocating because they can work work remotely. And where else do you want to live? But you know, uh, awesome climate like San Diego. So driving that up, driving the inventory down. Uh, we talked about how rates are still relatively low. You know, all all time low. It's five and a quarter, five and a half. We still think the market's going to be strong. Maybe a little bit more time on the market instead of two days, right? right? Uh, Be back to normal, maybe two or three months. So if you need to get in touch with Melissa, Melissa, you want to give us that contact information once more time? Absolutely. My website is melissatucci.com and my email address is sold at melissatucci.com and that's T-U-C-C-I, just like Gucci, except with a T as in Tom. And direct number is 619-787- Six eight five two. Great. So, get in touch with Melissa. She really knows what she's doing. What one hundred and fifty transactions. transactions a year? Amazing. And the average average realtor in California said is about five, five. a year. Yeah, right? that's that experience alone is just is going to really set your head and shoulders, which it obviously has, right? For <laughs> right. the last, you were you were like number one for the last uh, five years with Coldwell. Uh, seven. Seven. Seven years. Seven. Five, seven. Five, seven. Yeah. No, that's correct me yes. if I'm wrong. I've, I've been wrong before. Um, so getting back, before we go into the case study, let's talk a little bit about you. Um, kind of personally, what drove you? What, what was your drive to become a realtor? I mean, I, Yeah, it, <clears throat> it's, it's funny because if you would have asked the younger version of myself, I would have said a real estate agent. What? Wh- why would I want to do that? And it's just so funny because... I actually sold yellow page advertising for the old Donnelly directory. Oh, that's, if, that's going if, way back. Yes, if you remember that. I and do. Um, I do. And that was one of the tougher sales that, that could be done. A lot, of, a lot of no's. Every 300 no's, you might get one potential yes. So that really, you know, created some thick skin. Mm-hmm. And it really taught me a lot about, you know, the sales approach and just dealing with people and people skills. And... Um, you know, I would just work so hard for such little return. And I had decided to get my real estate license, just, you know, thinking that it might be something, you know, just like these people that sell maybe five homes a year. And I, you know, I did my first transaction and I just, it was my calling. It was what I was meant to do. And I just, 
I just kept going and going and, you know, getting, you know, more clients and more transactions and, you know, following the patterns of the market and, you know, technology. And uh, I was a test pilot for Zillow. I remember in 2005 when they first came out um, and just, you know, really kept up with the internet marketing trends, which were a lot different. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Back then, mm-hmm. certainly. Yeah. And, and, you know, we didn't have social media. Yeah. And so um, that's really what got me into real estate is just wanting something, you know, more of a return for all of my time and efforts. And um, it just, it, it became, again, I, I, it, I became consumed with it in a good way, uh, just because that's, uh, I was just so passionate about it. And then in um, 2005, I got my broker's license, which is the highest level that you could be as sure. a real estate professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought my own office. And then from there, I just, you know, continued my practice and continued growing. I am supported by a wonderful husband. I have three daughters uh, that uh, my oldest daughter, who just recently graduated from college, actually, is thinking about potentially getting her real estate license. So and and what do you think about that? I, I think that it'll be good for her. I told her that, you know, sh- I'm not going to be a team or anything You're like gonna that. You're not going to be a mother-daughter team? I, I'm not. I'm like, you got to kind of earn your, earn your keep here and, you know, see where you fit in. She has a full-time, you know, job that she did get. And of course, in the back of her mind, you know, a lot of times people see, you know, these big gold dreams and stars and wow, I could, you know, sell real estate and not right. really have to work oh, and travel yeah. oh, and, my gosh. and not do anything and make, you know, millions of dollars. I'm like, no, that's no, not that how is it not. works. I, I know that. I know that firsthand. <laughs> you, you talk about having some thick skin. Uh, with you, with your days with Donnelly Sales, I remember it was 1997, and I had my broker's license as a because we were mortgage loan officers were regulated by the Department of Real Estate. I had my broker's license. I was working for a mortgage broker, and a friend of mine said, "Hey, I just got relocated to back east, and the company says I have 90 days to sell the house. If they don't sell it, then then I'll buy it. You know, the company will buy it." So I'm like, "Wow, a listing." Awesome! I'm, I'm going to get a listing, the, you know, like like the highest coveted thing to do. 1997. That would the MLS did not have photographs, okay? And the Emma, there was no Zillow, there right. was no Redfin, nobody else. You almost always had to go through a realtor, and uh, it was limited to so many characters. Right. The other thing that that was against me was I was an independent. I wasn't with California Prudential, which is now Berkshire or Century 21 or any any of the big firms. So when I had an open house in this place in Normal Park, I remember exactly, it was a lot of homes in this neighborhood were like small, small homes, super old homes. And then there was three homes, including my clients, beautiful homes. Okay, so I put the open house sign out there. No realtors came by, none, because I was independent. They didn't like the independent. Right. <laughs> so the people that were coming by were the neighbors, and they would say, oh, we just wanted to see what Alan did to his kitchen. We wanted to see his pool. Hey, can I have another sandwich for my husband? I'm like, get out of here. Right. And and I would I spent the next six or eight weeks every weekend holding open house. If anyone wants to get into real estate and you want to hold open houses on the weekend and drive people all around the county looking at houses, have at it. It's it's not for me. I I, I have a lot of respect. People who think that realtors make a lot of money or too much money and it's easy money, haven't done it. Right. They haven't done an open house. They haven't had to argue with the seller that you need to plant some flowers, you need to paint this, you need to spruce it up. Um, I have all all due respect for professional realtors, by all means. So, <laughs> yes. Well, that's, that's good to hear. So uh, right now I want to do a quick, uh, the last segment, what I call a case study. And this fits right in with real estate. As we talked about earlier, the myth of not being able to use a home to purchase uh, uh, a home. So I had this couple in, in Poway, Mike and Monica, they were in their 70s, they were looking to downsize, but they lacked the equity in the home to buy a home all cash. They had like $375,000 left over. So their realtor at the time started showing them these tiny little homes in Vista, and there's nothing wrong with Vista, Vista's fine. But then they said, we want something bigger. So the realtor drove them up to Menifee Lakes. And again, Nice area, but in Menifee Lakes. And this is several years ago, folks, just to let you know. 375000 you can buy a decent home in, in Menifee Lakes. Gated community, golf course community. But the realtor, the, 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 the wife was like, 
why, why are we moving here? Our friends, our family, our grandkids are here in San Diego. They're here in Scripps Ranch, and, and moving that far away is just not going to, it's just not going to work. So I, I talked with their CPA, and I demonstrated to them, got the family together at the CPA's office and said, this is how you use a reverse mortgage to finance the purchase of the home. And now you can buy a home for about 575000 with 350000 down, and they were able to buy a home in Oaks North, Nice. On the golf course. They're they're 10 minutes away from the the kids. But the daughter said, hey, what's the catch? There's got to be a catch to this. And I said, well, the thing is, is that the catch is this. When your parents die and you inherit the home, you're going to inherit less equity. So if you're depending on this equity in the home for your inheritance, then maybe they should move the Menifee Lakes. And she said, no, we don't need the equity in the home. We need babysitters. <laughs> and there's no way that our parents can drive all the way down 70 miles from Menifee Lakes to babysit our kids on the weekend. And then that way my husband and I get a date night. Right. And we get to sleep in on Sunday morning. Right. And the, kid, and the parents bring them back uh, all spoiled on Sunday night. And we barbecue and have a Sunday dinner and watch Disney movies. And it's perfect. So how soon can you get this done, Pete? Yes. And the parents get to benefit from their equity as well. They got well. the benefits from the equity. They got to see, the, you know, watch, see their kids. The grandkids get to, to spend time with their grandparents. Um, it was a really a win-win-win. And more importantly, the CPA called me after everything funded. because, man, they were singing your praises. Thank you. You did such a great job. You made me look great. I'm like, that's just what I do. Right. It's all about making everyone look good and making a win-win for everyone. Absolutely. So uh, my name is Pete Tentler. Thanks for tuning in today. And thank you very much, Melissa Tucci, the official real estate agent of the San Diego Padres. Great information today. I think we could have gone another segment or two on this. One last time, how do people get in touch with you? Thank you. And thanks again for having me, Pete. So my website is melissatucci.com and email at sold at melissatucci.com. And 619-787-6852. And one more time on that email. Sold at melissatucci.com. And that's T-U-C-C-I, just like Gucci, except with a T. Thanks again, Melissa. Thanks for having me. Yep. So thanks again. And my name is Pete Tentler. I'm the Certified Reverse Mortgage Professional, also known as The Financial Locksmith. As a reverse mortgage professional, I can unlock the equity in your home so you can secure your financial future. Any questions, anytime, 858-999-1776 or Pete at ReverseMortgage1776.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Financial Locksmith Show. You can catch Pete Tentler every Saturday at 12 noon right here on The Answer San Diego. Pete Tendler is licensed by the California Department of Real Estate number 01230641 and the Nationwide Multi-State Licensing System number 866468.